Today's episode's brought to you by Me Undies. It's the holiday season, and Me Undies has got some dope holiday gifts for you. Also, today we're brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is going to help you get started taking control of your business if you have one or if you want to have one. We'll talk about that as well. Let's jump into this podcast. It's time for Cox and Crank Dogs! Crank Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 that I kind know of threw you. Me sh- off. Oh, what? Wait, why? What? Because you know where I was like, "Hey, it's Cox Crindor in the morning," and then I was like, "Dude, right now we're not recording yeah. this in the morning. It's an illusion." <laughs> yeah, no, you, you're right. I mean, you're right. It's Sunday afternoon. You're right. Yeah. Damn. All right. But continue. because it's Sunday afternoon, I I wanted to, uh, you know, I, we need to talk about this right now. I don't know if you've been following the sports ball. I know you have, but have you seen Jacksonville today? And have you seen the internet? Because it's beautiful. Uh, I haven't, actually. So, apparently, uh, Nick Foles, Foyles, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who replaced Gardner Minshew, the greatest QB of all time, we'll mm-hmm. say. The, actually, technically, Minshew replaced him and then Foles, whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, Nick is playing very bad today, and the internet is like pissed they're like bring back Minshew <laughs> and everyone's really this is this gives me hope my favorite tweets today I've been following this all morning my favorite tweets are 88 million real dollars man Minshew would throw two TDs for a handle of jack and three <laughs> headbands <laughs> another one is bring back Minshew or I start doing crack <laughs> <laughs> now that's a Florida tweet if I've ever heard. These are Florida tweets are my favorite tweets. Yeah, so I love, and then it's all these people posting pictures of like Minshew as their savior, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, this is where we're at now. You and I were on board to begin with, but now I'm in. I'm into Minshew mania. I love it. <laughs> I love Man, it. Man, I've been following it all morning. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, because right now Jacksonville's uh. I think they lost. Well, actually, they're about to lose. It was 21-7 last time I looked. Yeah, they just I lost 42-20. Golly. Get him out. Get, Get him out. out. Bring back Minshew. Bring Minshew back. Here's the final stats of Minshew Mania. Well, not Minshew Mania. Uh, Nick Foles, 32-48, 272 yards. That's it. That's bad, man. That's bad. That's bad. Minshew would have had a touchdown. Yeah, Minshew would have had four touchdowns. Yeah. it's. Uh, I think the thing is they invested so much money in Nick Foles that they're like, well, we got to play him. You know, he put all this money in. But then now you've got the meme lord. Can't go against the memes. <laughs> My favorite part is some guy one day ago tweeted, always good to be at Gardner Minshew's house, and it's just the stadium. People, you know that thing where people are like, "This is." I'm gonna tell my kids that this is, you know, when I when they grow up or whatever. Yeah. All these people are posting photos of them of themselves in the backyard in the snow and like shorts, going, "I'm gonna tell them this is Gardner Minshew." <laughs> all these guys are wearing mustaches to the stadium, demanding that he play. I can't even. 
this is incredible. People are so mad. Florida, not okay. This one, uh, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars Twitter tweeted out like, "Hey, we scored a touchdown," and everyone's like, "We don't care. Put in Minshew." <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so excited. Well, in addition to them being mad, it's Jacksonville. Like they're yeah. gonna be oh, real yeah. mad. They're all drunk. It's Florida mad. On crack. Oh yeah, they're doing meth. They're gonna be super mad, dude. <laughs> Tonight, I expect several crimes to go down that we will talk about in the weeks to come. And they're all <laughs> Minshew-related crimes. <laughs> I said I would do crack, and I'm gonna do crack. <laughs> I sure hope so. Um, I do too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, how's your uh, week going? Man, this week was. Uh, what is going on with this year? We are in <laughs> the fastest month of my life. No- November flew by. I was like, yeah, well, when November's over, and I looked at the calendar and was like, what? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Thanksgiving this week. I know. This is. Although. I'm so happy my parents and I have moved beyond Thanksgiving, and now we just go to uh, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and get food. <laughs> that's our Thanksgiving. It's great. I mean, that's still Thanksgiving, technically. Yeah, but it's like, you know, we don't You're not have making to do it. the cooking stuff. Oh, that's nice. I'm sure my parents are waiting for me to marry some chef woman who will then do it for them <laughs> because I don't think any of us wants to have to. Cooking a meal, that's a lot. Like, doing that whole thing, that's well, a lot of work. Me and Toaster Woman make Thanksgiving for my family. And, oh, uh, wow. Well, it, it works because I'm very into cooking, if you couldn't tell. I'm the, like, food douche. So I'm like, what if I do, like, Brussels sprouts, but, like, cheesy Brussels sprouts? You know, get a turkey. We don't even get, like, a big turkey. Some people are like, I get, like, a little honking turkey. You get, like, a nice, like, seven, eight-pound turkey. It's good enough. You don't get much leftovers, but I don't even want leftovers, really. I mean, that still sounds like a lot of work. I what if I went instead to Ruth Chris Steakhouse and got food and then left and didn't have to clean shit? That'd well, be so you good. You could also do that. Yes, that is that is my my parents and I have decided our holiday traditions are like for Christmas we give each other like socks and lottery tickets. For Thanksgiving we go out and get steak. Just, man, let me tell you. We've you got this thing socks, trimmed down. Like, Where are my lottery tickets? They're like, look in the sock. It's just loaded. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, Christmas comes early. That's, I'm telling you, I don't want anything else. I have I have spent the last three days upstairs in my living room straight up just going through boxes of things I thought I needed. I was like, well, I definitely need this. And I'm still throwing stuff. I'm slowly whittling things down. Every so often, I will uh, – Put stuff away and be like, well, good. Everything that I have, I want. And then I'll be like, hmm, what haven't I used in the last three months? All right. And I'll just go back through and keep doing it. Man, it feels good. I'm trying to get rid of it. Everything about me must go. Everything. I feel like you've been you've been saying you're going to get rid of everything for like years at this point. That's what I'm doing. I'm slow. Because my process is it's, it's like do a once over. Wait a couple weeks. Do a once over again. Wait, and I'm going to whittle it down to the point where I have only the things like if there was an earthquake or some sort of like world ending disaster I could put everything I really needed in a backpack and just go like that's my dream and not that the world ends <laughs> that's not my dream I'm not a super villain but that you know I don't have a lot that I can can't live without right right so hopefully I'll be good hopefully I'll have everything down to a eh, I don't need this Meh, I don't care yeah, but like if the world was ending, it's not like 
you really have to take everything. Like, you would just take that stuff anyway and leave. Right, but in my mind, there are people who can use or enjoy things that I just will collect and it'll sit somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, I'd rather give it away and have someone enjoy it or or sell it or whatever than me just, like, keeping it in a closet as, like, I have it. <laughs> right? I don't want <laughs> It just takes up space. And so my dream is eventually to get rid of all the things that just take up space and keep the things I really, really love. Because there was a good two, three years there where if I saw something, I was like, I must have it. And now I'm like, why would I do that? What a giant, <laughs> terrible waste of time and energy and money. So yeah, that's where I'm at now. It's not bad. It's not a bad mindset. I'm trying. It's I'm trying to, you know... Make myself happy. I feel like the less stuff I have to manage and look out for, the more I can deal with the little things in life. It's a it's a personal choice. I'm not saying a lot of people out there should do what I'm doing. All I'm saying is I have so much stuff in my life that sometimes I like set a bill down on a pile of stuff and be like, I'll get back to that later. And then two months will go by and I'll get a thing that's like, you didn't pay your bill. I'm like, oh, no. So if I have nothing to distract me, I can put, you know, I'll get to it because I don't have a pile of things I have to do. Well, it's like the simplicity, you know, it's like simplicity is uh, whatever. It is. Uh, I forgot what the quote is. I mean, you know that quote? I do know it. I do know that quote. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. That's like it. I, I just, um, I'm one of those people that if I want to change, I have to dress. Like if I was a smoker. I couldn't be one of those people who got on the patch or whatever and then slow. <laughs> you would have to cold turkey my ass and force me. You have to put me in a room, lock the door, force me not to smoke. <laughs> right, same thing with, with every other aspect of my life. If I need want to change, I need someone to physically make me change. And so in this part of my life with you know stuff, I have to get rid of it as much as possible or else I'll keep collecting things. Yeah, I see that. If I stop and I'm like, oh, I'm fine, that's good enough, then it'll just pile up again. So I have to keep going back over like every few weeks and just constantly whittling down some more. I've been kind of doing that. Just like going through and being like, yeah, I don't need that. And then you just like slowly whittle away at things you don't need. Like we were setting up Christmas stuff yesterday and it's like getting out like storage boxes. And I'm just like, we just clean out some of these storage boxes. So I went through, just find stuff. Like, why are we even saving this? Just throw it out and just start throwing out stuff. Then you get more storage boxes, or you just don't even need them. You just get rid of them. Yeah, the big, the biggest at this point, the most stuff I have is one closet is filled with, I'm gonna say four or five bins worth of fan scent stuff. That's the one thing I won't throw away. Mm-hmm. Is things fans have sent me because I uh, assume one day I'll have to prove to grandkids that I was something people cared about <laughs> unlike your damn parents right and that's how to be like look this is this is a stuffed version of me the, the kids they loved me and then they'll be like sure grandpa and be like you little bastards look in this closet i'll open the closet and be like wow grandpa i'm like that's right you pieces of crap now go get your dad <laughs> i always love we were watching the old simpsons like clips there's the one they go to ikea and at the end, they're eating in the cafeteria, and Apu comes in, and then they're like talking about kids, and he's like, "Kids are great, Apu. You can teach them to hate the things you hate." 
<laughs> yeah, it's such a true quote. I uh, yeah, that I mean I just want to be able to. I don't know. I just like things. You know me. I like things clean and orderly. I'm mm-hmm. very, I'm very much about that lifestyle. So when it's not, I get like all. Oh. So uh, yeah. Right now though, upstairs it is a what mess. What is your mind, man? I can't. I, yeah, I, you know, cleanliness is like to godliness, and I want to be a god. So yeah. Huh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you're a crazy person now. Uh, no, but for real. Other than that, I didn't do nothing this week. Oh, I'm a liar. I can, <laughs> so I can say this now, but I can't tell you guys. Um, I can't tell anyone anything specific. But Monday, I went to Netflix, like Netflix, big corporate Netflix. Ooh. Uh, had a meeting about something. Not even gonna, you know, not gonna talk about it. Um, and all that's fine and dandy. But the real thing, Netflix has a dope-ass cafeteria. They have commissaries on every floor, and every single one is the exact replica. And here's what I love the most. We were waiting out there, I don't know, 15 minutes for our meeting. Straight Mm -hmm. up, in that 15 minutes, people came by to clean that commissary five times. And I was like, (gasps) I love this place. It was so, like, spotless. Uh... Anyway, let me just try to explain to you what was there. First off, multiple make-your-own-espresso stations. Uh, there were <laughs> different coffee things that you could you could uh, get. There was a water vending machine that, you know those soda machines where you can select flavors and diet and all that stuff, right? Yeah. It was like that, but it was water, and it had a little slider indicating how much still to sparkling water you wanted. It had flavor profiles. It, oh, it was it was <laughs> wild, man. And I was on that machine like boop beep, boop 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 like trying <laughs> stuff. It was incredible. Um they had snacks, but not just snacks, they had whole packets of gum. Like if you did not mm. just one piece of gum, if you want so I was just like, Don't mind if I do. And uh yeah, they had all sorts they had um in the counter was all mini fridges, and in each mini fridge was something different. I'm telling you, I don't know what the hell goes on there, but they got a great ass kitchen in Netflix. That thing was nice. Uh, and so I, we, yeah, the the walls in the main entrance area are um, all screens, and they change to show sets from uh, different shows. So it was like you were standing in the set of a show. It was pretty neat. Oh. Um, yeah, and so for anyone who's like, man, I want to check that out, you totally can't. When you get there, there is a wall of security. I'm talking, you have to have your invite. You have to have security protocol like, this is the thing they sent you. You have to show them your ID. You have to go through a gate. You have to go through another gate. Through There was security. I've never seen anything like that, but, you know, that's Hollywood, I guess. It was wild. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. Had a fun little meeting and then stole some more water and gum and left. It was great. <laughs> I was really impressed. I was like, ooh, Netflix, killing it. I guess that's true. That's like the high-quality version of your dad stealing, like, jelly packets at a restaurant. Absolutely, yeah. Except, <laughs> except well, I guess you're right. I was going to say, except at the, the restaurant, the jelly packets aren't there for you to take. But I guess they are, in a way. Now that I've become a gum thief, I feel like I appreciate my father more. 
because I'm like, look, the, the gum was just there. It's not like they didn't want me to take it. It was for me to take. And so now I get it. Yeah, but now I have more gum than a person. I have so I have so much mint and spearmint flavored gum upstairs. I am good to go. That's why you're clearing out space. You have to make room for the gum. <laughs> Thing is, I'll go through that. I have a gum problem where I just I'll chomp on gum all the time, and uh, it's worrisome. It's really worrisome. Why is it like a nervous thing? Uh, no, it's just, I think it's a substitute for putting, like, a donut in my mouth thing. So I'm constantly just, like, <laughs> chewing gum because I don't want to eat something. And I'm just like, nom, 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 nom. Oh, yeah. It's a problem. It's it's probably not good for me. If you don't have gum, I just picture, like, you always have a box of donuts there. You're just like, I need donut in my I'm, mouth. I'm going to let you know, the other day, <laughs> it might have been 10.30 p.m., and I had... This craving for a donut, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't. I was, I was craving it so much. I literally went to my phone and was like, Does, do, does Postmates deliver donuts to my home at 10:30 p.m.? And I had to stop myself. I was like, No, Jesse, no. And I went and got some of that delicious gum. So really, Netflix saving my life. Thanks, Netflix. There you go. See, what happened to you this week? Trying to like plan out. So I want to like do like. These like themed days, right? So this might sound weird, but here's Wait, what, what do I'm you mean? Themed days is in like all right. You know what? I'm gonna shut up and just let you talk because I yeah. don't know what you're about to say. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get it. Trust me. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So what I want to do is like I have like these nostalgic memories of specific days, right? So here's one. What? Uh, back when I was, let's see, how old would I be? Maybe like 19. Uh, 19 or 20. It's around around there. Uh, I remember I wrote my first uh one of my first world of warcraft machinimas and i remember i went to school which was my community college and then i skipped a class and i went and got <laughs> dunkin donuts and i <laughs> got a coffee and then i went to the bookstore and read some marketing books and learned more there than i did in school and then i went home and i edited that machinima as i drank dunkin donuts and i put it up and I have that weird nostalgic memory for that day. So I was like, dude, what if I relive that day? Are you operating on another reality for the rest of us? <laughs> I've never heard this. I've never heard anyone say this before. I've never. I don't know what you're doing. Wait, so you're just. So what you're going to do. Let me get. Let me see if I get this correct. Yep. You're going to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Then go yep. to a bookstore and read marketing books. Yeah. Then come back and edit a wow video yep. while eating the Dunkin' Donuts and drinking the coffee. Yeah. And that's your day. That's your plan for the day. Yes. What other days are you <laughs> going to repeat? Um, I'm trying to remember days that I can repeat. That's the issue is remembering those days. I remember one day... Uh, <laughs> I remember getting, uh, I got, <laughs> I got ramen. Uh, it was raining outside, so I can't really relive. Yeah, have to wait till it rains. You have to wait till it rains. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's a couple other ones I remembered. I wrote them down on my uh, my notepad. Do you have any thing. snowy day memories? Because I think it's gonna snow really bad in Chicago this week. Uh, is it? Oh, that's what I heard. I heard on the radio today. It's gonna be crazy. Like, how crazy is crazy? Uh, I mean, you know, not. Chicago crazy, but I think two to three inches, something like that. Oh, that's like nothing. Yeah, but you know, like uh, L.A. end of days crazy. But no, like, you know, it's just like forties all week. It's not gonna snow. 
Oh, that's all right. Whatever. I heard it might rain. Oh my god, it might have a rain day. Um. Anyway, (laughs) no, it's. uh, I remember one of my old vlogs. I vlogged in the snow. Uh, it was like no, as I vlogged drinking coffee while looking at a squirrel in the snow. I don't know. That's gonna be hard to redo. That's a hard redo. I gotta find a squirrel. (laughs) You got. I'm going to have to go back to that house that I don't live in anymore and yeah. hope the people aren't home. Be like, excuse me, I need to look out this window. And they'll be like, uh, please. Um, but maybe, dude, what if they let me vlog? Be like, hey, I just want to make a vlog here. They'll be like, sure. I don't think they will. Like, sir, please leave. <laughs> just like, I used to um, live here and I want to make a vlog. They'd be like, uh, uh, uh no. <laughs> I, I can't. And so- they'd be like, dude, I'm the I'm big time YouTuber. Pewdie market ply and they'd be like oh my god please come into my house take anything you want even even if your name was uh jack mark to you they still would be like i don't know who you are <laughs> we live in a world where we like have internet people in our lives but most people are like who they would be like sir you need to leave right now we will they'd call the police kids, and they'd be like oh my god is that and they'd be like wait that's not you're not them. But you'd be done with the vlog. You'd be out like bye, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's kind of what I've been trying to figure out. Uh just I've like never heard of anyone of do this before. Memories. Like this is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Well, I thought of it because I'm like, well, we're already reliving all these old movies and video games and all that, so why not relive a day? I mean, it's <laughs> it's just <laughs> crazy enough to be amazing like i i would do this if i could remember any specific days um all right there's got to be like one day you had like a good memory in or like just something you really remember from i mean i can think of a few days where i had great memories but i don't think they're gonna be redo i don't think i can redo those memories i don't think they're gonna be redoed (laughs) nobody's gonna redo those uh yeah so no uh i don't think (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm all about making new memories. I definitely don't think that uh, some of the yeah, memories. I don't know. I like, I like new memories, but sometimes you just want to go back and just be like, "Hey, it's a good time to relive it." And usually, it's not okay. Here's one of the things that led to this: was I had a memory playing Classic WoW, uh-huh. where I was killing Yetis in Feralus, uh-huh. and I went and got a French toast bagel from the kitchen with cream cheese. As uh-huh. one does. Yeah. And my dad was like, hey, what are you making? And I was like, a French toast bagel. And he said, wow, that sounds good. I think I'll make one. Then That's I went back. That's a beautiful memory. Yeah. And then I went back and I killed some Yetis and ate it. And I don't know why I remember it. Nothing traumatic happened. Nothing crazy happened. I just remember that. So I relived it. I bought some French toast bagels. I got to Feralis when I did. And then I was like, all right, everybody, here we go. And then I was eating it. And, uh, you know. I was like, all right, I relive that memory. It didn't feel as cool as I thought it would, but I'm happy I did it. I mean, I'm glad you are. <laughs> I'm so glad that made you happy. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Sounds like you're living a crazy life. Like a crazy week was had by all, I think. Yeah, I think, uh, I think so. The other thing was I remember one day, or no, this was like a week. This was around Mr. Pandaria. I remember watching every Stanley Kubrick movie. Why? 
Wait, so, so this like, is you're gonna redo this in memory form? Well, I kind of want to watch like Stanley Kubrick movies again. Ah, I see. All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna play Mr. Pandari again. What's your favorite Kubrick? I think Clockwork Orange. Really? That one just made me be like, "What the shit?" But I was like, <laughs> always, I was like, always hooked into like what's gonna happen next. And then I would say second would probably be uh, the uh, what's his name one in the snow hotel uh, the shining yeah the shining that one That's have you seen second. that documentary did i watch that with you the shining documentary we must have talked about that in the many years we've done this yeah, i think he talked about it you should definitely watch that like, if you watch the shining then go watch the documentary the documentary is like all right but uh basically it's four conspiracy theories question mark about um the shining and what it actually is about oh yeah, I think and, I remember you talking about this, but I never watched it. So maybe I'll watch it this time. Yeah, it's it it isn't very well structured as a documentary. Like it's kind of at first you're like, what am I watching? By the end of it, it makes sense. You're like, oh, that was interesting. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's one thing that that the documentary does do very well is at the very end, it's like, I don't know if it was done on purpose, but if you watch the movie overlaid with the with the movie but in reverse so like one's playing forward and one's playing backwards scenes fit up and it looks really weird i'm like what the hell kubrick was a genius so who knows yeah. what the hell it's actually about yeah he was he's crazy he's the mad genius yeah but the shining um, movie is not at all like the book that's what and, i heard because then uh stephen king right yeah and uh, apparently you know one of the big conspiracies is that it was purposefully made not like the book for a reason. And huh. and we'll, you know, I'll let you watch the documentary to figure out what the hell a reason might be. All right, neat. Now I got another thing to watch. Yeah, see? Look at that. Yeah. Planning, planning new memories. Look at that. Planning new memories that I can relive in 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's... Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Crendor. Well, speaking of... Uh, Memories you can relive. I don't know where this is going. Uh, <laughs> holidays are coming up. Yep. And yep. before you freak out about what to give your boyfriend or girlfriend uh, or the mailman, right? Before you mm -hmm. freak out about what to give your parents, who knows? Make some good memories. Oh, I'm going to try and pull this one back. Make some good <laughs> memories by getting them me undies for Christmas. Yes, it is the right call. It's something that I think both Crendo and I can agree on. MeUndies are great, and they make for the perfect loungewear while you're hibernating this winter. Whether you're looking for MeUndies to match with your boo, or you're looking for a onesie, or you're looking for a bra or panty set or t-shirt or uh, sweatpants, whatever you're looking for, they have it for you in fabric that is three times softer than cotton, and it is in sizes now from extra small to 4XL. MeUndies knows it's cold outside, and that's why they've come up with even more fuzzy, cuddly products. They have robes for men and women, they have slippers, and a baby bodysuit for your little baba. Right now, you listening, if you're a first-time purchaser, you get 15% off and free shipping. It's an absolute no-brainer because they give you 100% I can't even speak. They give you 100% satisfaction guaranteed. 100% satisfaction. 
to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's MeUndies.com slash Crendor. Hey, that's me. Undies.com slash Crendor. Nailed it. Also today, we're brought to you by HoneyBook. If you've always dreamed of or you started your own business, you are the boss, right? You report to no one but yourself. You're the CEO. You're the one who runs it all. And of course, now that you're in charge, you realize how hard it actually is to be in charge because no one tells you all the extra stuff you have to do, all the administrative work, all that extra BS. Running your own business is hard, as both Crendor and I know, and HoneyBook makes it easy for you. If you started a business, if you are your own boss, if you are the CEO, you also know you are the accountant, the manager, the marketer, the creative director, the executive assistant, all those other things. If you do all that, HoneyBook is here to help. HoneyBook is all that. It lets you manage all these business management tools online. It organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, invoices, all in one place. It's perfect for freelancers, entrepreneurs, small business owners that want to consolidate every service they already use, like QuickBooks or Google Suite or Excel or whatever, all in one place. With HoneyBook, you can automate your business work too. If you have... Uh, Emails to send, or proposals, or invoices, or brochures. You can do it all there. Easy templates. They also have e-signatures and built-in automation to save you time and get you paid faster. Simplify your to-do list and stay in control with HoneyBook. Right now, HoneyBook is offering you, you listening right now, 50% off when you visit HoneyBook.com Cox. Payment's super flexible. The promotion applies whether you're paying monthly or annually doesn't matter. Honeybook.com slash Cox, 50% off your first year. That's honeybook.com slash Cox. All right, Crendor, let's go to Chapter Gavis on this guy with Crendor. How's that traffic out there? Um, oh man, traffic. Uh, let's see. Uh, I wasn't even looking at the window. Oh, hey, look at that. There's some traffic. You got planes going under me. Uh-oh, they might be mad because we're in the, uh, the old plane avenues. Uh, I don't know what they're called. Plane paths, plane avenues, plane roads. Uh, we're, uh, we're flying above. I'm not going to help you. should be okay. Yeah, um, that's all right. We don't need help here. Uh, we just need a lot of help. So, uh, looking down there, we got cars. Uh, we got some bicycles. I don't know I can see a bicycle from here. These things are crazy. Uh, how much money did we spend on this thing? Uh, man. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go back to sleep. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to Crendor at the weather desk. How's that weather? Weather. I was doing that until I opened up weather.com. Yeah, I'm aware. Um, so <laughs> we've got, uh, I don't know. Where do I want to go today? Where do you want to go today? You never pick a weather uh, thing. Okay, Give me I got you. I got you. Uh, three, four, six, two, one. Two, one. That is Donggu, Daejeon, South Korea. <laughs> All right. I feel good <laughs> about that choice. Yeah, that's pretty good. We got to get uh, that K-pop audience. You know that once they're in, they'll follow you forever. <laughs> uh, especially the Donggooians. Yeah, the, the Donggoo audience is huge. <laughs> A lot of fans in Donggoo. Yep. Uh, Donggoo is 36 degrees right now. Feels like 30s. It's actually about the same as here. Wow. Uh, 
let's see. Today Sister cities. Sister cities. Uh, Donggu in Chicago. Who knew? Uh, 42 degrees, cloudy skies. You got uh, winds that are light and variable. Hmm. Ooh. Sun rising at 7.16 a.m., setting at 5.16 p.m. Tonight, mostly cloudy early and clearing overnight. You got 34 degrees as your low. I don't know what that is in Celsius. You figure that out. Uh, you got humidity's up to 89%. Woo! It's humid. Woo! Um... Tuesday, yeah, 56 degrees. That's not too bad. 50s are pretty good. So it's uh, going to snow is what you're saying? Is it probably going to be snowy? If you're looking for uh, some sort of snow, that's only going to hit you around 35 and below. So no snow, actually, but it will be a chilly rain if anything happens. Uh, uh, of course. How very so, Chicago. Yeah. Uh, looking at the old 10 day, you got 56, 49, 51, 50, 55, 46, 41, 42, 47, 49, 50, 50, 50. Uh, honestly, it's not too bad. That's like a Chicago spring. Also, by the way, I forgot to mention, I was out buying cat food and I'd just gone to the gym and it was like, I don't know, it's probably like 35 here. Honestly, it's cold, but like when you get out of the gym, like, you know, you, your your blood's pumping. You're feeling good. I had, like, my sleeves pulled up. I had no coat. I was feeling great. And this woman was like, eh, no coat on, eh? And I was like, nah, I just got out of the gym. And she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And then uh, I was thinking, <laughs> she's, like, she's probably in, like, her, uh, like, early 60s, maybe late 50s. And I would have thought, like, what if I would have just said, like, ha, okay, boomer. Like that what? Made... Why would you do that though? I wouldn't do that. But I was in my mind. I was like, "What if I had said that? Would she have been like, ah? or no? She would have been like, she... what? Who? I feel like she would have been confused. Yeah, she'd be like, who are you? But here's the thing. I'm practically my a boomer, boomer myself. <laughs> Dude, what if your name was Boomer? There's a quarterback named Boomer. Boomer Esiason. Yeah. So if you're like, okay, Boomer, he'd be like, yeah. Whoa, did you know, sorry, I got distracted because I was looking up uh, Donggu actors or famous people because I want to know who comes from Donggu. Oh. Apparently, there's a guy named Yoon Shi Yoon who was born Yoon Donggu. He changed his name uh, when he entered the small town of Suncheon. 33 years old, he looks beautiful and he is <laughs> in shows like king of baking kim taku my cute guys hit the top grand prince grand prince and your honor so Whoa. there you go now we we that guy's killing it damn dude mm-hmm. wait he's also wait people also search for jin si yan ju sang wook kim min jae all right let's see jin si yan Jin Si-yeon is a South Korean actress. She played the female protagonist in the television dramas such as My Daughter, The Flower, Bridal Mask, Doctor Stranger, The Flower in Prison, and Grand Prince. Yeah, Tongu, right. we picked like a great place. What about Go-Su? Go-Su? What? He's 41 years old, and he was in Love 911, Flowers of the Prison, The Royal Tailor. Green Rose, that's from 2005, and Heart Surgeons. Whoa, Don Gu, like, looks really neat. It has, a, <laughs> it has a pyramid? What the hell? 
Wait, what? Oh, I thought you. A... I thought you were talking about him, Gosu. I thought you were like Gosu looks no, really neat. No, no, Donggu <laughs> has a pyramid in it. Oh, that's it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's in northeastern Dai Daegu, South Korea, has a population like of three hundred forty-three thousand. I am definitely saying everything wrong, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So, so it's like a small part of a. So it's just a district. We've got very specific, uh, very, we specific did get very specific district. It's almost like we just put in a random number. Yeah, well, it's almost like it was totally random. When you put in Donggu, the number one thing people search for next to the name is mushroom. What's a Donggu mushroom? What do you mean? Donggu, it's a mushroom. Wait, it's a shiitake mushroom? Donggu mushroom, you're right. What? <gasps> Whoa. I like shiitake mushrooms. Yeah. Interesting. Look at us learning about the world. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're world travelers, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um that's the weather okay let's go to sports sports welcome to the sports desk dun, 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 dun. that's my new jingle uh, <laughs> so, it certainly is today we had some football seattle beat the eagles detroit lost to the redskins that's a disappointing loss uh, the Jets crushed the Raiders somehow. The Saints beat the Panthers. The Browns beat the Dolphins. The Steelers barely beat the Bengals. The Bears barely beat the Giants. Buffalo beat the Broncos. Buccaneers slowed the Falcons down. The Titans, like we said earlier, beat the Jaguars. The Patriots Ooh. beat the Cowboys. The Texans beat the Colts. And tonight, the Packers play the 49ers, which... Uh, we're going to finish this episode before that so I can go watch it. And that's why we're recording it right now. <laughs> yeah, people are wondering why we're recording when we are. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. it's 9-1 and one versus 8-2. and two. All right, this is playoff implications this coming in. Is big, this is a big game. This, this is huge. Big game. So that was that. Also, in other sports, uh, NBA. I actually saw the Bulls game last night, which uh, was actually great. Uh, the guy in the Bulls got like 13 three-pointers and won the game with like a second left. The guy on the Bulls. The guy on the Bulls. Zach Levine. That Bulls Listen. guy. John <laughs> the M. Bulls. Bulls. The Bulls are not they're not great, <laughs> but it was an exciting game to watch. Um, and then uh, so we got the Lakers are at the top. You got the Bucks at the top. I saw the guy on the Celtics like hit his head. He had to get off on a stretcher. That's how they do in Boston. Golden State Warriors, worst team in the league. Again, three and fourteen. But when they get a, when they get everybody back healthy, and then they get like the top draft pick, they'll be crushing people next year. And then over in the hockey news, speaking hockey. of crushing people, hockey. Speaking of crushing people, <laughs> Washington at the top at thirty-five points. Then you got Boston at thirty-five, Islanders thirty-four. You got the St. Louis Blues and the Edmonton Oilers at 33. Uh, let's see. Uh, where are the Blackhawks? Uh, they're tied at 23 with Nashville. They're only a couple points back of Vegas at 26. Uh, over in the other, uh, Buffalo won a game. So they were 1-7-1. Now they're 2-7-1 in their last 10. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're coming back. Mm -hmm. And in last place, you've got the Los Angeles Kings. And the Detroit Red Wings. What Man, happened? Finally. How'd that happen? I don't know. Yeah, Detroit's like the super hockey city. They love hockey, uh, but they're not doing great. Uh, and then 
New Jersey's down there, but the Kings, the Kings were like really good for a while. Uh, and then, you know, just like LA, uh, nobody cares anymore. You're right. <laughs> uh, and that's sports. All right. What is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Super news story of the day. Super news story of the day. Uh, this one was actually sent to us by about 80 people. Uh-oh. Wait, uh, what? How did I miss this? Okay. I don't know how you missed it because literally everybody was sending me well, us this story. Uh, a Florida dog put a car into reverse and drove it in circles for nearly an hour. <laughs> <laughs> wait what wait time out what yep there's a video of it if you'd like to see i would very much are. like wait so this a car drove wait a dog drove a car for hours hours in a circle in reverse oh in a all right i missed the in a circle part i was about to say that's Wait, so it just moved, it went around it? <laughs> okay, so the dog yeah. wasn't driving. The dog just accidentally put it in reverse and the car moved. Yeah, Wait, if you watch the no, thing. No, he had to have. How could he, how could he put his foot on the gas? You can see the car. It's just going in reverse. I'm watching it. I have so many questions. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he did it for hours. Yeah, how do you keep it going? That's what I'm saying. How is it possible that he kept it going for so long? There's got to be, let's see, Ann Sable's cul-de-sac in Port St. Lucie, Florida is fairly quiet. Well, it was until a dog hopped in its owner's running car, kicked it in reverse, drove in circles for an hour, and smashed a neighbor's mailbox before safely exiting the vehicle without so much as a scratch. But Sable didn't know who was behind the wheel when she first spotted the car, whirling around the block like an inept student driver. At first, I thought somebody backing up, but then they kept going, and then I'm like, okay, what are they doing? Who's driving that car? <laughs> a black <laughs> Labrador retriever, either terribly frightened or joyfully free. <laughs> like, like, it's like either terribly frightened or very happy and joyfully yeah. free. Uh, <laughs> then the cops came. Uh-oh. And then the fire department. Uh, authorities watched from a distance as the driving dog did donuts. Finally, the vehicle hit a mailbox and some garbage cans, then slowed down. Port St. Lucie police opened the door, and Sabol watched as a large black lab retriever hopped out of the driver's seat. Okay, but how did they keep this it going? Weird. What? But how do they keep it going? There's got to be. Let's see. Like, it turns out <laughs> they got to have this. It turns out the dog's owner, who has to remain anonymous, had left his car running in the street when the dog changed gears and didn't stop driving for almost an hour. Yeah, but, but that's like, not how he... that's how cars work. How did he put <laughs> like the only like thing how did he think drive of, it? Does it like, did it have uh what's that cruise control? Like can you flip that on or something? But why would you do that when you've parked? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. I have so many uh, questions. How is this possible? This dog knew what he was doing. This dog was just like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the community escaped injury saved for the mailbox, which the dog's owner promised to fix. As for the pup, it is impossible to know its thoughts behind the wheel. Did it jump at the chance for a joyride and a fleeting taste of freedom? Or was this all a harrowing accident as the dog felt all control slip through its paws? Uh, don't, don't Sabal, do that for to one, this dog. was impressed. <laughs> no, they should give that thing dog. a license. <laughs> 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 The 
that's uh man well okay i yeah i really need to i want to know how that dog drove right the car like because you'd have to like sit on the gas right like you put your car in reverse it doesn't just revert well <laughs> that's what i'm saying cars if you put cars in and drive mm-hmm. they'll they'll move forward a little bit right mm-hmm. but if you put a car in reverse the, does the car just go in reverse i guess I it think, technically does maybe because right? you get know. you got to give it a little like oomph to like get it going but like it'll keep going but how did he give it the little oomph <laughs> i mean i don't know Maybe this car is different. Maybe it just goes. It depends on the type of car. Well, I, I guess I just don't know because I always have my foot on the brake whenever I press reverse. Which don't you have to yeah. put your f- foot on? Yeah, you, you put your foot. Okay. Uh, okay, car. You put your foot on the brake. You set it to reverse. Then you take your foot off the brake. It starts backing up. So I guess you don't have to. Right, but then. But then he would have to like keep the right. wheel turn yes yes that's what i'm saying there are <laughs> the levels key- to this that don't make sense and i'm really curious as to how it is definitely a fluke it ha- it isn't like the dog yeah. planned this but there's <laughs> levels to this that i'm like how did that dog do what he did <laughs> that dog smarter than me apparently that is huh man today i learned dogs are smarter than us that's true well, it depends on the dog, I guess. Some dogs. <laughs> yeah, some dogs are idiots. <laughs> then again, it depends on the person. Oh my god, you're right. Some people are idiots. Compared to Florida people, that dog's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Easily. Today, Florida proved their love of Minshew means that they truly are smart. And they get it. <laughs> Florida gets it. Florida does get it, I guess. Oh my god, this was the other thing. What? 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 So this ties into the uh, the Yule lads. Oh my God! What? Someone sent us the Yule cat. What? The Yule cat is a monster from Icelandic folklore. A huge and vicious cat said to lurk about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eat people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Wait! What a terrible! What a terrible yeah. curse to put <laughs> on those less fortunate. Oh my God! It's terrifying. Wait, why would it eat people who don't have? How would it be able to tell new clothes? It's a cat, <laughs> dude. Cats can smell new clothes. I've always said cats were assholes, but this just proves it. This cat's like, man, no new clothes, man. Eaten. <laughs> like what a oh dick. My God. You just, just search Yule Cat. There's so many good. Look at that one. Oh, my God. Yule Cat's so <laughs> sassy and fat. <laughs> wow. Look at him. He's just like, uh, he def- definitely has a Catberg voice. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat you. So this says, the Yule Cat is a huge, vicious cat who lurks about the snowy countryside and eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. The Yule Lads are the sons of Gryla and Lepaludi. Right. So they own Does, the Yule Cat or not? The Yule Cat. It doesn't say if they own the Yule Cat Are they cat connected? I guess no one owns the Yule Cat. The Yule Cat does what the Yule Cat does. But are yeah. they related or connected to the Yule Cat in some way? That's what I'd like to know. Let's see. Gobbles up. Anyone up but eh. Families and like uh, Spoon Licker's house, is there a uh, like a litter box or something? <laughs> Families in Iceland work together to ensure nobody will go to the Christmas cat. The terrifying Christmas cat is also referred to as the Yule cat. 
The idea is that families gift each other new and warm clothes for the winter and make Yulcat an offering of some warm weather gear. If not, he'll gobble you up like fishy Wait, but treats. why would you need to give a cat clothes? I don't know. It's like a sacrifice or something. To a cat? To a cat? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. What about, what about the Yule cat? Lads? It's not just a cat. <laughs> you think the the cat takes it back to the Yule Lads and the Yule Lads are like, ah, no clothes for that winter. <laughs> that would make sense. That would, I think that's... Then why not just offer it up to your favorite Yule Lad? Like, this one is for Sausage Lad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Like, this one's for Door Slammer. Right? Why don't they Let's do see. that? Oh my God, that's a big ass poem they got. About the Yule Cat? Okay, here's the whole poem. You all know the Yule Cat, and the cat was huge indeed. People didn't know where he came from or where he went. He opened his glaring eyes wide, the two of them glowing bright. It took a really brave man to look straight into them. His whiskers sharp as bristles, his back arched up high, and the claws of his hairy paws were a terrible sight. He gave a wave of his strong tail. He jumped and he clawed and he hissed, sometimes in the valley, sometimes by the shore. <laughs> <laughs> he roamed at large, hungry and evil, in the freezing Yule snow in every home. People shuddered his name. If one heard a pitiful meow, something evil would happen soon. Everyone knew he hunted men, but he didn't care for mice. <laughs> he, he picked on the very poor that no new garments got for Yule who toiled and lived in dire need. From them he took in one fell swoop their whole Yule dinner, always eating it himself if he possibly could. What Hence, a it dick! Was... <laughs> <laughs> this cat sucks. I mean, that sounds like a cat. Uh, <laughs> hence, it was the women at their spinning wheels sat, spinning a colorful thread for a frock or a little sock. Because you mustn't let the cat get a hold of the children. They had to go something new to wear from the grown-ups each year. When the lights came on on Yule's Eve and the cat peered in, the little children stood rosy and proud, all dressed in their new clothes. Some had gotten an apron, some had gotten shoes, or something that was needed. That's all it took. For all who got something new to wear stayed out of that pussycat's gasp. Grasp, even. He then gave an awful hiss, but went on his way. Whether he still exists, I do not know, but his visit would be in vain. If next time everybody got something new to wear... Now you might be thinking of helping, where help is needed most. Perhaps you'll find some children that have nothing at all. Perhaps searching for those that live in a lightless world will give you a happy day and a merry, merry Yule. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So the moral is give to those who are less fortunate is what the moral is. Yeah. But the implication isn't like do it because it's the right thing to do. The implication is if you don't, a cat will eat them. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's if you don't take care it. of these homeless kids, a cat's going to eat them. That's the story? That's the takeaway? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Iceland is out of control. I've never heard of anything like this. This is like... Yeah. <laughs> that'd be like if... You know the, the Santas who ring the bells for Salvation Army? If instead of oh, that, yeah. it was a guy with a pamphlet who was like, save the children or the cat will get them. Save the children. <laughs> That's what that is. Same thing, same outcome, different strategy. This oh one's like, God. if you don't take care of those kids, a cat's going to eat them. There's a guy in the comments that is insane. What? 
He's like, this isn't a legend. It's an allegory of how cats actually destroy the lives of children and adults. The cat shat brain hijacking parasite called Toxoplasma gondii, which becomes a permanent parasite in your brain, causes stillbirths, miscarriages, and other neonatal congenital illnesses. And then he goes on to write like a 15 paragraph thing. Uh, Here's the thing. I believe it. I'm with this guy. I think it. I think it's definitely <laughs> a lot of the cat owners I know. I think have brain problems. So and someone's I'm, like, I heard the only defense is a tinfoil hat. And someone's <laughs> like, <laughs> someone's like, right? Standard reply of the willfully ignorant and intellectually lazy. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the internet's oh God. crazy. I love the internet. Crazy people. It was just like that guy in the comments the last time where he's just like, you think mermaids aren't real? You never had sex with one before then. Yeah, I have a feeling that uh, most of the world's population on some level would have some weird brain parasite then. If that was the case. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I would, I would have a brain parasite uh, right uh, now. Mm, the science is still out on that. Well, you may, you may, you <laughs> may. Ah, shit, I might. <laughs> oh, God. That's the Icelandic All right, cat. well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching however you enjoy this podcast. Crendor, hit him with socials. Hey, it's social time. Follow us on all the things. We got YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. That's where you can find animations. You can also go to youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. I, I, I see that. Today. Um, I can't talk ever, really. Uh, you can uh, follow us there, see all the stuff, watch all the things. We're also on Spotify. We're also on SoundCloud. We're also all over. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash JessCox, twitter.com slash Crendor. Uh, we'll probably tweet about Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Otherwise, we'll talk about it next week because next week's episode is going to be Black Friday. Yes, Woo. sir. I can't wait to see what happens here. Look. Can't wait. Everyone out there, start a riot for us. So we'll have nothing to talk about. That's it for <laughs> us. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. And as always, whoa, where's my belt? <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>